Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome to the Kevin Clifton Show for Strictly Come Dancing's Week 9 review show, which was Musicals Week. Normally Week 9 is Blackpool, um, but it was Musicals Week this week, um, alongside my idiot co-host, Joanne Clifton. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, Joe? I'm all right, thank you. I'm literally, after this uh, after this recording, we've got to. Um, I've got to pack for one more week of Adam's family in Sheffield, and then I go straight to Canterbury, and I'm staying there till the 9th of January. So I've got to pack until the 9th of January. Panto. After the for Panto after this after this podcast. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that, a long night. <laughs> as, we, as we record this, I'm heading to Darlington tomorrow. I'm a, mm. um, a week in Darlington with uh, Rock of Ages. I've only got two weeks left with Rock of Ages. Oh, yeah, because then so, what is it? Burn the floor? Okay. Or what Burn the floor next. Burn the floor. So I'm having a break for Christmas. So um, for anyone listening who hasn't seen Rock of Ages yet and you want to get in, we've, we've basically got Darlington this week and then finishing off in Grimsby. So How are you? Week, oh, the last week yeah. of the tour is Grimsby Auditorium. So that'll be my last night of Rock of Ages will be in Grimsby Auditorium, which is, is going to feel really special. And then... Oh, we're not going to Grimsby. Aren't you? No. Oh. I don't know why. Are you not? But next week, mum and dad, uh, AJ, as in boyfriend AJ, and uh, his parents are coming as well to watch. Mm. So AJ hasn't seen it yet, so he's going to watch. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I know, you hate me. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, yeah, so two more weeks on that. Rock, Rock of Ages, I think it's rockofagesmusical.co.uk if you fancy seeing that. What's yours, Joe? The adamsfamily.co.uk. Uh, hmm. And then Panto, I think you have to book through Marlow Theatre in Canterbury. Hmm. And then I, I go into rehearsals for Burn the Floor, um, December 27th. Oh. So like straight after Christmas, I'm into Burn the Floor rehearsals. World yeah, Leading Ballroom Show. Yeah, and also in January, when Adam's family goes back to Milton Keynes, I want all of you, you'll be rehearsing, right? With Burn the Floor, I want you all to come to Milton Keynes to watch. Um, when what? When Adam's family's in Milton Keynes in January. When's that? When? We start quite quickly in January. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. okay. But no. we will come and see it, yeah, for sure. Like, first chance I get, I'm going to come and see it. Okay, okay. I'm going to be back into rehearsals to go flat out Borum and Latin dancing again. <laughs> Here we go. I was so, talking about the reunion show. I'm going to be the only one who hasn't really kept dancing a lot. Because you, by that time, will have done Burn the Floor. Hmm. I'm going to be the only one. Everybody else will have done Strictly, the Strictly Tour, Burn the Floor. We'll have to get practicing again. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> so, before I have my say, <laughs> have you got any uh, anything in particular you want to say about the show, Joe? Any sort of over uh, overall thoughts, you know? I'm going to actually just leave the floor to you for a second, because I know what I think. And when, when it gets to that point, I will have my say as well. Okay. And we haven't discussed this off air at all. So we don't even really, I don't even know what you think about, about it all. Um, I have, um, I've got some uh, strong opinions on it. <clears throat> so overall, here we go. Overall, I enjoyed the show. 
I thought it was a, a really good show. I, I thought um, <clears throat> all the couples were good. Like at this stage in the competition, it's got to a stage now, I think I said the same last week, where there's nothing really that I dislike. Like there's nothing that I watch it and go, oh, that was bad. That was terrible. Like they're all, they're all good. They're all, they're all doing a good job. The, <clears throat> the general narrative was that, you know, oh, when's, um, when's Dan, for example, going to be eliminated because he's, you know, coming from a bit further back than the others, it seemed. The problem that they all had was that Dan, for me, had an absolute stormer of a weekend. Um, I thought it was tremendous. Um, <clears throat> he came out and, and gave it everything. He entertained. He had the swivel that they're always looking for in a Charleston. He was on time. He, he, he totally caught the vibe of singing in the rain <clears throat> for me like he came out and had an absolute stormer um so for me everyone was good there was no like obvious oh that one was the worst or or whatever so and even when it comes to like oh who should have been eliminated or anything like that i don't particularly have a strong opinion in terms of like that one should have gone or that one you know instead or that one should have been saved or, or whatever because i think they're all good um, so I just want to make that clear. And because someone kicked off at me today on social media, I was like, what is going on? Um, <clears throat> when it comes to the, if we're talking about the dance off, right? I love both of their dances. I tweeted straight after Reese and Nancy did that jive. I put out, a, I think it was the first tweet I made of the night. I was watching backstage at Rock of Ages and I immediately tweeted, that is how you go about doing a jive or words to that effect. Um, <clears throat> because I loved it. He came out and he hammered it like energy, energy, energy. All the things that I love about Reese. He came out and, and went for it. And, you know, the judges were talking about like, <clears throat> there was one little mistake where him and, and uh, Nancy were out of sync with each other, which he corrected in the dance off. And I think because he was, because he was rushing. Now, <clears throat> for me, he wasn't out of time. He was on right on the front of the beat. <clears throat> so sometimes we talk about being on the front of the beat or the back of the beat, um, you know, or right in the middle of the beat. And, and I would have liked him to have just pulled further back in the beat any faster. And he would have been out of time for me. He wasn't out of time, but he was right on the front of the beat. Like if, like he was on the edge of, you know, Nancy was holding on to him, but it's so he, he was doing everything that I love to see in a jive and he was attacking it. He wasn't playing safe. He was knees up, kicking down. He was kicking with real like attack. And um, it, it was such a sort of thrilling dance. I was really excited watching it and I really loved it. <clears throat> and then I started on Twitter today. I, I was talking a lot about Tom and Amy's dance, which we're going to get to. Um, and I made and I sort of said how much I enjoyed Tom's dance. And then someone on Twitter was like, stop sending the hate towards Reese." I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I've, I've said how much I enjoyed Reese. I'm talking about Tom right now. And so <clears throat> here's, here's my thing on Tom and Amy. And, and my point was not like, oh my God, I'm sure it'll be reported as Kevin Clifton slams the judges or whatever. But my point is not to slam the judges. Everyone's got their opinions. Um, my point on Tom and Amy is just that I disagreed with their assessment of the dance. Um, I don't even, I don't even necessarily have a strong opinion of whether Tom should have been saved or Reese should have been saved because I love them both. And they're two completely different dances. 
So I'm not even talking about the elimination itself. <clears throat> My point is about their assessment of the dance. And I feel that Tom kind of got done by the judges assessment of that dance. And it's something that I just, I respect their opinions and they're all experts, but I completely disagreed with them. Um, so they, they talked about the performance and how they wanted to see him really express and emote. And, and I think it was even said at one point that it, you know, that bit just at the end there where you were holding on to like stop yourself from crying, we want to see you let that go and cry. And my, I was sort of doing what I'm doing now, rubbing my head <laughs> at the time when I was hearing this, because you don't need to do that to express emotion. And my, my issue, and I, th I think I did text this to you, Joe, actually, is, mm -hmm. um, and I want, I want to make it very clear that I'm not talking about everyone, but I'm saying some ballroom and Latin people, when it comes to, especially if they've come out of the competition world, and they haven't necessarily gone through theatre in any way or, you know, studied acting or anything outside of ballroom competition world. Whenever, whenever performance comes up, a lot, of, a lot of ballroom and Latin people, for me, seem to have three gears when it comes to performance, three things that they understand. Number one, happy and excited for your jives and quick steps. Number two, serious, intense, paso, tango face. Or number three, a slower dance, emotional, romantic, desperate crying. And, and they don't seem to see an, any kind of nuanced performance past that. Now, as, as you know, we've, we've both studied acting, Joe, you know, so I'm, I would imagine you have similar opinions to me that like, it's not, it's not just as basic as that. So for me, like the most real performances are the ones, there's, there's nothing more um, heartbreaking than seeing someone trying not to cry. It's, it's actually much easier to, to do some sort of over the top big cry. You know, we can all sort of put our arm out in a, in a dance and go, <laughs> you know, and make it look like we're crying. But that's, for me, quite basic. Whereas if you can give a nuanced performance where, where you are emotional inside and you can see that there's emotion there and the judges could see that because that's what they said. They said at the end there where you looked like you wanted to cry, but you held it back. So they did see that. It's not that they're not saying that they saw no emotion. They said they saw emotion in him and they wanted him to like release it into our faces. And so they could see this emotion well enough in it. And that for me is, is, is what a really skilled actor does or performer is that you can see this emotion inside of them, but they're like someone who's trying not to cry for me is more heartbreaking than someone who's just over the top crying. So I didn't need him to, I didn't need him to go full out sort of some sort of big emotional performance. Also, He's playing the character, right? So we made the point about Musicals Week that you, it's a chance to, it's a chance for storytelling. It's a chance for um, 
for, for them to play a character that already exists. There's a story that's already laid out in front of them. So it's not just going to be a display of technique. It's not going to be like, here's my rumba walks. Here's my finished lines. Here's my, you know, it's going to be a chance to really tell these musical theater stories. Now they were doing Les Mis, a, story, a very famous musical theater show. Um, and they were playing the parts, uh, like if, if they're doing On My Own, they're, they're doing Eponine, right? And Marius, yeah. Eponine and Marius. Now the whole point of that song is that she is in love with him, but it's unrequited love. It's not coming back the other way. So it's not a piece about his desperate love for her. It's, it's a piece about her desperate love for him. Hence, there was a lot in the choreography, if you watch it back, where she was literally throwing herself onto him. So as they were going, like she threw herself, like threw her legs uh, around him and arms around him at one point into a lift. She kind of jumped onto him. They, they did the lift where, where she holds onto the neck um, and, and, and spins round. So like, he's not even holding her, you know, like the lift that, that, that I've done on the show where um, he's not even holding her and she's literally clinging on for dear life, holding his neck, representative of her just hanging on, not him hanging on. So for me, if he would have broken down into some sort of like <sighs> emotional performance like that, it would not have been in keeping with the character for me. There is that moment in the show. Yeah. But that's when she dies. Yeah, that's so not if my own. Doing, if they were doing Little Fall of Rain as Marius and Eponine, then, that, then yeah, that, that she's dying and he feels that emotion for her in that mm. way. But yeah. it wasn't. So, it was on my own. So. And so, for example, like, so me and Stace did Les Mis and we talked very clearly about the, ca the character and, and the narrative about that dance. So... Um, Stace was playing, um, why is it? Fontaine. Fontaine. Because um, we were doing that song, you know, that Fontaine's big song, um, I Dreamed a Dream. Which now she's in a more desperate place, but what we wanted to do with it is that we wanted to show that like, that in the narrative, you know, it's, she's like selling her hair, selling, selling her teeth, selling her to try and like look after her kid. Right. And, and in the end, ends up sort of giving her kid away, you know, like so. So what we did, if you go back and look at that dance is she's moving forward and you've got pros, the, the other extra dancers around her, literally grabbing hold of her, pulling her this way, pulling her that way, representative of that narrative of, you know, taking pieces of her. And it was uh, and, and the lyrics being I, I, I dreamed a dream. And, and she starts to imagine in her head what life could be like if she was happy, um, at which point hero me steps in <laughs> and uh, cast myself as a hero. Um, you know, I, I, I step into that story, at which point we had the pros rip away the sort of old tatty clothes she had on to reveal this um, beautiful dress. And we danced and she got happier and happier throughout this dream in I Dreamed a Dream. So she was sort of expressing, you know, how happy she is in that moment. And then it gets darker again at the end as I slide out away, out of shot. And all the pros come back in, swarm around her and put the tatty clothes back on her. And in that moment, she realizes, you know, she was in her own head for that moment. And actually she's gone back to this life of 
you know, absolute poverty, for example. And, and that was very, and, and we got the same as what Tom got a little bit from some people, like the judges liked it, thankfully. But there were some people going, oh, why is she smiling in that dance? Fontaine isn't happy. And I was like, no, I know. But this is the narrative that we were playing. So what people did there is have their own preconceived idea of what the narrative and emotion was supposed to be. And if they didn't fit that, then they're like, oh, they're playing it wrong. And it was like, no, no, no. We were playing our narrative that we decided upon very clearly going into that dance. Now, Tom and Amy, to me, decided very clearly that they were going to portray Eponine and Marius in the on my own own moment where she is desperately in love with him, but he's not feeling that for her. That's the story. And just because what I honestly believe happened is that there was a preconceived idea of Les Mis equals, you know, emotion and desperation and they're doing a lyrical contemporary piece, which we're ballroom dancers. So that means desperation. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It has to be emotional and desperate because it's the lyrical contemporary piece and it's Les Mis for God's sake. But that's a preconceived idea. And because they didn't play the narrative of that preconceived idea that I think they had, that the judges had of what it was supposed to be in their minds, they said it, it was emotionless and expressionless. Now I didn't feel it was at all. Here, this was the one. Like there was me, Scott who plays Fester, and um, Valda who plays Grandma. And she's been in Valda's been in this business, the theatre business, for God knows how many years, uh, on Broadway in the West End. Everything she's done. And Scott is a is a musical theatre performer from the West End as well. And the three of us just sat there. We were nobody said a single word. We would. We were drawn in, we were sat dressed as the Adams family because we were about to go on, and we were drawn in, and then we all had to like, it stopped and we were all full of tears in our eyes, trying not to cry with our makeup. And it was just go. like, it was just like, we got it. We mm. absolutely got it. And it was the only one that I that I got emotional at. Kai mm. and AJ maybe, but not, not as much as Tom and, mm. and Amy. So, so I watched it and I loved it and I thought, it really, it was so in keeping with the musical. Yeah. So, so in keeping with the characters that they were portraying. I thought it was beautifully choreographed in terms of, you know, those moments of her jumping onto him, yeah. uh, clinging onto him. Like it was very representative of the narrative. Um, but I just think that for where I disagree with the judges is that I just think the judges had a preconceived idea of what lyrical contemporary has to be on Strictly and and what Les Mis should be. And, and because it didn't play into that narrative that they had already thought it was gonna be, they, they decided it wasn't good. And, and, and the judges can massively influence the way people feel about a dance, right? You know, because there's a difference between, oh my God, Dan, that is an eight, like th that's the best dance that you've done, eight. And Tom, for me, there was no emotion. It was completely expressionless. Eight. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The scores in that moment are irrelevant. You've just told us that one of them smashed it and the other one was emotionless. And I think a lot of people are influenced at that moment and, and, and sit back and go, oh, right. Oh, well, yeah. And, and, and what I feel happened is that Tom kind of got done by that. 
Now, I'm like I say, I'm not here to argue that someone else should have gone home. We'll all have different opinions about who's the best, who's the worst. Da, da, da. Like I, across the board, I thought everyone did a great job this week. So it's for me, it's not about like oh, there's no way he should have gone home or, or, or whatever. You can sort of argue a case for any of them staying or, 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 or going on, on this particular week because even Rose made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we all love Rose. Like, and Rose is a big favourite everywhere and on this podcast and, you know, every, uh, everywhere. But she made a blatant mistake in front of the judges this week. So, like, you can make a case for anyone staying or going this this week so that's not my point i just my, my my point is i think the judges had a preconceived idea of what tom's i what dance was supposed to be he delivered something different but what in my eyes was really excellent but because it didn't fit their narrative he got done by it and it and then ended up in the dance off and then is, is ended up eliminated and i felt really sorry for him because i just you know, I, I respect everybody's opinion, but I personally completely disagreed with the judges on their assessment of this dance. We like in, as I say, in the dressing room when the judge when it went to the judges' comments, we were like, "What?" We were like, "What? What did we just say? A completely different dance?" Mm. Like, it was so strange. Mm. But then again, they would know the the story of of uh, of Eponine on that moment. But then you, you would have thought that. Oh, really? I don't know. Well, well, no, I mean, um, Scott oh, your friends. Right, right. Yeah. But then again, you would have thought that Cynthia would have known that that's the story. So I don't know what yeah. she was looking for mm. uh, or, or what she saw. Or is was it different in studio of, uh, than how it came across on telly? Maybe. Maybe. Because in a, maybe that's it, Joe. Because maybe in a studio... You know, um, if they've got in their head that he's going to be crying and it's all going to be very emotional because it's lame is and they're in a studio with no audience, very little audience, you know, mm. it, it might feel slightly empty in the, in the space. And then he doesn't deliver this big crying emotional performance that they're expecting. Mm. Um, then maybe to them, suddenly it felt a bit empty for them. For mm. me watching it on TV, I, I, I loved it. Same. And I'm so so pleased that he didn't cry in the dance-off. Yeah. That's what well, I, not, I didn't happen. see it, but yeah, I'm glad he didn't. That's what I thought was going to happen. I, w- I was watching the dance-off and I thought, well, because they've told him that, he's going to break down crying in the dance-off. And if he'd have done that, to me, it would have felt very fake mm. and put on, and he'd be crying for no reason. There was absolutely, in, in their narrative, there was no reason for him to be crying. Oh, Kate's saying he was talking about that on It Takes Two. I didn't see it. Let's hear from Kate what he said. uh, Yeah, let's head head into it. So, yeah, he was basically saying, like you were saying, they they decided to stay true to the storyline instead of, like, going for it where they could have, he could have, like, full-on cried. So that's what he was saying in their interview. Mm. I mean, like, he would obviously know, because Carrie, his sister, played Ebony, like... He knows the story. Mm. He knows it so they know it so well, and they they he would obviously have spoken to him about it. Oh, of course, yeah. They would have had big discussions, I think. I mean, if I'd have got if I was still on Strictly and had a uh, Rock of Ages dance where my dance partner was playing Stacey Jacks, there's no like I would obviously be on the phone to you a mm. lot. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So they yeah they 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 did stay true to the story. They mm. absolutely did. Mm. 
and, and and there seemed to be this this narrative you know like the judges were going like you know tom it's okay to cry and, and i felt like going i've literally just been watching him cry in the vt like he knows it's okay to cry that's not an issue for him yeah he's been crying like he, he, he was emotional in the vt talking about his sister which was which was really lovely and i know he said he was he was you know this was sort of um this dance was sort of dedicated to her you know it was sort of in honor of her um but that doesn't mean that the dance was about her do you know what i mean it wasn't he wasn't dancing to on my own thinking of his sister it was just sort of <laughs> in honor of her like he doesn't have to start crying about his sister while he's playing marius yeah you no know, I, I could say I, i'm gonna i'm gonna dedicate the this the next rock of ages show to you joe i would never do that but no. <laughs> imagine imagine if i did i'm not going to start crying in the middle of dead or alive because <laughs> I'm, because it's your birthday or something like that doesn't make any sense no. um yeah oh, i just it really frustrated me it really frustrated me this whole thing and and, and i think it's what did him in the end you know like that he might still have ended up in the dance. I don't know. I don't know how many people are voting for him or, and, and I'm, I'm not even saying like the scores should have been different or, or whatever. It was just the, the narrative that came from the judges towards him, this narrative of it being emotionless and expressionless and, uh, and all of this. Like I just, in my opinion, was, was so far wide of the mark. So, sorry to jump in, but I was, um, I really felt like this week was, I thought like basically anyone could have been in the dance hall. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I, when I heard that it was Tom, I was like, what? Tom? In the dance hall. And then they went, who, who I was speaking to um, earlier on this evening, who told me, they were like, um, well, who would have you had in the Yeah, dance? that's the thing. And I was like, oh, um, oh. oh I don't know. Yeah. It was also like you had joint bottom and then you had joint second bottom. Right. Yeah, with lead boards. So like Rose and Giovanni would have only had to go down one place to be in a dance off. It was ridiculous. Right. Mm. Mm. Okay. Has, has anybody else got anything to say on, on the subject? On Tom and Amy. Okay, Katie. Thanks, Kate. Yeah, I was just, just thinking, I feel like um, if the VT was all about the sister. So they got that in their head. And I have a question. Can they, can, does everybody in the audience see the VT as we see it? Okay. So then there was that. And then at the end he says, oh, I was going to cry, but you know, I don't want to cry. Like he was, you know, his friend told him don't cry, play it cool or whatever. And I feel like if he didn't say that, they yeah. couldn't have jumped onto that narrative. Because mm. then they all just kind of, it was one after the other. They were saying, you know, you got to cry. You got to cry. You know, they, they, they were, it was maybe missing something for them, but then they kind of pegged that. Yeah. And if he hadn't said that, I, I wonder, uh, it would have just would have been like, just be more fluid, be more, you know, yeah. less stiff or who, who knows what they would have said, but they wouldn't have went, bam. Yeah. You didn't cry because yeah. Like what, like what Kate said, it takes two. It's like, well, no, they didn't they didn't get the story they they stuck to their guns they didn't get the story um so yeah it was it was a shame because he was just being authentic and himself and that's awesome until it doesn't work and yeah. that doesn't seem to happen 
Yeah, I see what you mean. It, it's like it's like this sort of crying from the VT onwards. That it, it's like everyone got hooked on this crying thing. Yeah, it became, it became the narrative of his entire night. Yeah, because he was emotional about his sister. Yeah, and then yeah. they couldn't separate that from the dance. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the VT yeah. kind of did him in in a way. You know, like I just it was it was just unfortunate um, how how it kind of went down. Yeah. Um, and I have a question. Would you have given um, Tilly and Nikita a 40, a 40, either of you? Or sorry, That's 10 each. I, 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 I loved it. It's, it's divided a few people I've, I've seen, but I, I, I loved it. This, yeah, I really, really enjoyed Tilly's dance. What did you think, Joe? I actually enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, but I, I'm, I'm not a Matilda musical fan and that does, does influence me. It shouldn't influence Kate's me. It's absolutely gobsmacked. Look at Kate. She's like, what? <laughs> um, no, I mean, obviously, if I ever got a job in it, I'd be like, yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I, I. so I didn't quite know the song. I don't know all the, all the songs from Matilda and stuff like that. Um, so it didn't give me the same feelings as, as, as maybe others did, but... In it was a couple's choice dance, wasn't it? So again, even technically, I can't really comment on it. In terms of like attitude, performance, uh, choreo, I, I liked the, the choreo itself. I liked the, what they had between them, the characters and stuff. So I did think it was really, really good, but it didn't give me like goosebumps. But then that might just be because of my dislike of the musical. Yeah, I felt the same. I, I, it didn't quite do it for me. Um... But Tom and Amy's did, so I was like, "What?" And yeah, there. I mean, that the show was was very. It seemed very black and white. Uh, what what folks, how folks like thought that how the judges scored and people's mm -hmm. feelings about it. But I guess that's what keeps the show interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I actually think um, with, with with Tilly's dance, I love Tilly's dance. I, I probably would have given it a ten. Um, yeah, and I probably would still give it a ten, but I wasn't. I said, yeah, I would probably have given it a nine or a ten. For, yeah. for me, because yeah, like I say, it's couple's choice. Um, but then for me, it's probably the one that imagine imagine you'd actually gone to see a musical. You're watching all of them on. If you were to, to pick them up and put them on stage in the West End, it's the one that looked most at home as like a musical. Yeah, true, true, true. Too. Like, yeah. it, like with some of the others, like, I mean, they're like, I'll keep saying this throughout the pod. They were all great. They all did a really good job this week. But like, if you picked up, you know, one of the couples and put it in um, that musical, it, it might not quite look right. Or, or, you know, it would look like a strictly couple doing it or whatever. Whereas I think now obviously it's couples choice. They've got more scope to do. There's more space for them to do something like that. But um, I, I thought it, it would have looked most at home in a musical. That, that, that is number. true. That is true. I thought they performed Yeah. She performed it really well. I think she's really not an actress, is she? No, she's, she's not, not an actress. actress. That's the thing. She and and I thought her performance was was really good and, and really in keeping with what she was trying to yeah. portray. And, and, and I've never seen Matilda and that's probably exactly why I wasn't blown away right. by it. And I, right. you know, it's just so, it's so subjective, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and we talk about this every single week, um, yeah. but yeah. And I loved AJ and, and Kai's cause I just love that song. I love that 
mm. movie. Um, yeah. yeah. And so I, it, it is, you're, you get, you get biased for sure. Yeah. 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 Thank you guys. Yeah. No, thank you. It's like what we were saying about um, movie week, isn't it, Joe? It's like, it, it, I wonder if it influences you, like if you're into that movie or not. Yeah. If you like or dislike a musical, if that can sort of influence, you know. The I mean, I was, I was watching uh, Strictly, like when I came off stage. So I was at it on iPlay and pause when I go on stage and come back and then I was, I was watching it like through the, through the show. So I think like, I, if I if I was just being asked like that and put on the spot like um, Katie did, uh, I was like oh oh oh. But if I was actually there to judge it and looked properly, then there would have been other aspects that have come into it for me, and I'd have gone yeah, it's a ten. Um, but just because I, Matilda, I didn't know the song and I didn't really. I've only seen it once and it was years ago, and I wasn't like oh yeah, it's my favourite musical or anything like that. So I don't know. But that is what's um, kind of influenced me, which is not right really. <laughs> um what was I gonna say somebody's written this in oh it's, there's so many messages here yeah <laughs> chat's going nuts tonight okay uh, uh, uh oh yeah no okay everybody's loved it it deserved a 10. the the hype Tilly had on her jumps was incredible oh yeah hadn't thought about that and I going back to AJ and Kai I did think their waltz was beautiful um like she and she danced it so so nicely. Um, I, I think they just suffer from. They went on first, and it was a waltz. Yeah, I was very like, surprised that they were on, on a first. massive week like musicals week, where you've got big themes and big energy and big you know you know characters going on first and doing a waltz. Like it's difficult to stand out. But Her footwork was insane because I was really good I was watching the feet because I was watching the feet because we've discussed before about Craig's comments about her feet turning in so I was like okay right. he's not there to comment on that but let's have a look at these feet and she did it beautifully like the one of the first things she did was a spin turn and a, and a brush a brush um with her feet like that I know the list the listeners can't see that but like a brush <laughs> I was demonstrating with her hands. Hands. I know it was just it was stunning and I was like oh Good brush there. I literally just came out and said it in the changing room to no one. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the, the one tiny, tiny detail. I love the dance, tiny detail. I just, in terms of her head. Yeah. I, yeah. I just want her to concentrate more on laying her head out to the left as opposed to looking to the left. Because sometimes when she looks to the left as far as she does, it's almost like her head tilts to the right because she's trying so hard to look left. I want her to lay left while she's looking left, if that makes sense. See guys, this is the thing. Both me and Kev have got different ideas technically as well. So yeah. it, oh, imagine if we were both judging on that. <laughs> no, because I teach turn the chin to either wrist or elbow. Mm. Um, yeah, but Joe, well, when you just did that, when I'm watching you on the screen, as you just looked to your elbow, your head went that way with it. Your oh, head, I see. Your head didn't go that way and tilt to the right. Oh, okay, I get you, I get That's you. What I feel happens is that she okay. moves so far to the left that the, the axis, um, the vertical axis tilts her head to the right. Right, okay. And I want her to, on the vertical axis, for it to be tilted to the left while she's looking up to the left. Okay. 
But yeah, I think we've seen, aside, we've seen the same thing as well. We saw the same side, thing. I thought she did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. Who is the best celeb in ballroom this year? AJ, Rose or Sarah? Oh, interesting question. Oh, um, what was that first one when Sarah came out and surprised us? Foxtrot. Was, was it a Foxtrot? I can't remember. Oh, she, and, did, and, she came out and did some. That was amazing. I will tell you why she was just that. I've never seen on Strictly the use of her uh, lowering in the legs and the control, the, the lowering and the striding backwards, um, the smoothness of that. I've never seen someone do it as well on Strictly. Right. So, yeah. I think if uh, I don't know, we didn't. Um, oh, good question. It's so hard this year because everybody's good. I think I was talking to Vicky at Adam's phone. Everybody's so good. And I don't know who so I would what, say. And also what we've established is it's, as, as Katie was saying earlier, it's so subjective. Yeah. Like you like what you like. And that's the point. So Moxie posted today a post that I shared on Instagram about how she doesn't want to see the technique. And, and this is something that I am constantly shouting from the rooftops. Um, and I think sometimes people mistake what I'm saying for technique isn't important. And I, and I would never say that. I think technique is important because you, you, you learn the technique to use it as a tool to create the art that you want to create. But the end result has to be the, um, the art. The end result has to be something that touches me emotionally, that entertains me, that, that expresses something. The end result, I don't want to see technique. Like we can talk about it on here because you know that's the purpose of, of, of what we're doing. But there was a couple of times when uh, early days when I was talking about John and Johannes, where I said, the thing is I had to go back and watch it again to look at technique because I was just enjoying the dance. That's where I want to be with the dance. I want to just enjoy it and not see technique good or bad. I don't want to be sat there going, look at the extension, looking at the point, look at them pointed toes or look at the lack of pointed toes or look at the legs not straightening. You know, if you're seeing very obvious technical things, you're seeing technique. If you're seeing a display that's trying to educate us on look at the technique of this dance, then you're seeing technique. And that's where I agree with Motsi. I don't want to see the technique. You you learn it and use it, but don't, don't try and educate me with it. Like, don't show it to me. I, I want to experience the dance emotionally. I want I want to get excited. I want to be drawn into the story, into the character. Don't show. Don't give me a display. Um, yeah. And and so all of this stuff is very subjective. Yeah, because for me, I was wowed by that, and that is technique. That is a technical thing. I was wowed yeah. by by Sarah's ability to to be as smooth and use mm. her leg her leg action like she did at mm. being like week two or something. Well, that's the thing when you yeah. like you can be impressed by a, a a week two someone who's a beginner doing something like that on week two and therefore comment on it. Yeah. 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 Okay, shall we go to someone? Yes. Right, Fred. Keep it short. Keep <laughs> it short because I got a pack till the 9th of January. Okay. <laughs> Hello, are we testing? We're here. We're here, Chris. Hello. Well, boy, well, I've got something to say. Couples choice top, couples choice bottom. You never get rid of me, but I'm still here for you all. But I'm here to give you a spirit. Tilly, top of the leaderboard with her couples choice. To Matilda, even. That looks more like a street commercial to me. 
Yeah, yeah because you know, yeah. if yeah. the cut, like you know, if we still had the couple's choice being restricted to either street mm. commercial, theatre jazz, or contemporary, mm. then it wouldn't matter that much. But instead of it being, but it's now referred to as couple's choice. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was clear to me and to everybody else that maybe perhaps Tilly's couple's choice was in fact street commercial yeah, and getting a turn from contemporary Craig, you know, when he was off with COVID. That was like out of this world. I would have never imagined Craig giving it a 10 for Tilly. In fact, I, I wouldn't even imagine giving Craig a 10 when, you know, he's always super serious, but he was <laughs> off. So while Mr. Revel Horwood's, while Sir Craig is away, our couples will play. But I will also <laughs> tell you about Tom coming on the bottom of his couple's choice. Mm. That to me looked a bit like a contemporary routine. Yes. Because, you know, I, I and when he was sent out, I wasn't expecting it. I mean, I would have imagined him like maybe like maybe reach week 10, week 11. Oh, or... we were talking about him maybe making the final, weren't we? Yeah, there was huge talks about that. So I didn't raise speculation that Tom could go out like already because um, I think, you know, he had promising potential to give and would have continued to give. Mm. And turning to his elimination that, you know, as for his... As for, you know, Amy, because, you know, she's a very, obviously we know Amy is a very kind soul to everyone's eyes. She's mm. sweet. She's kind. She's lovely. She's a very, you know, she's a very happy girl. And, yeah. you know, I'm, and, you know, I've met her a few, like, you know, I haven't met her on tour yet, but I have met her in some circumstances on a, but, yeah. you know, but, you know, I've, I've spoken to her a few times, so. Mm. And she is, you know, by far the Brilliant. most loveliest woman you could have ever imagined to be on Strictly. And yeah. she, and turning to her elimination, Amy was just in absolute tears by the time she's out. She's been voted off four times and only reached the final with Karim. That, with, with that being my middle finger to tell you that, n lucky number three, yeah? Yeah. And, and I just felt so, so, you know, really sorry for, for Amy because, you know, she had so because you know she's she's always so teary when you know it comes to eliminations because strictly is a i think for everyone's sake it's probably a bit like a bit it's a bit like whenever a pro has to break down for something it's just a bit like tears for fears if everyone takes what i meant because you know as you know amy is just amy is always a soft personality when it comes to being sent out because you know well i think like, yeah, she yes but she's lovely yeah she's yeah. lovely but who, who, oh, would you, who would you have put in the bottom two then fred well it's not my decision to put anybody in the bottom two yeah. i could just take a gamble like everyone's saying like when's dan gonna go out or like uh like, what if, um, what if AJ and Dudu was shockingly sent out? I'm sorry, Tash, I know how much you worship AJ, but if I could just be a bit realistic with you, maybe I don't know who could be the next sent home. Eek! But yeah, it's, anyhow, it's I just very difficult out. to call. I know because it's tough to call. And mm. sorry, Tash, if I made you, you know, you know, laugh about this, but I'm sorry. But because anyhow, Dan would be the favourite to go next, I would yeah, think. Like he, but, he could be in, like he but, could be the inner Ed Balls or the inner Jeremy Vine of the males. Because the he's the controversial, weeks. he's the continuous controversial man. Like you know, 
He's outlasted several contenders. Like yeah. when Adam Peaty was sent home a few weeks ago. Does everyone remember that? We do. We certainly do. Thanks, oh, yes. That was just, oh, that really, oh, that, that really yeah. was a fun. Like, Sarah. Yes. Remember I that love that too? you managed to get Adam Peaty in there. <laughs> oh, well, I did. Well, I, well, if he's out this week, serves him right for outlasting my favourite <laughs> favorite couple. And everyone's favourite couple. This is not over. This is not, <laughs> not over. over. It's if not Dave's over not for out Fred. this week, when? Oh, Amy, I know how much everyone worships Amy as much as I do. She's yeah. 31. I'm 24 years old. We have diagnosis. Amy has Crohn's. I have autistic spectrum disorder. Like, you know, eager, because, you know, I often wave my arm like mad and I'm often like a little bird with an injured wing. But <laughs> <laughs> what can I say about musicals week even i'm just entertaining you all out there like yes you are Fred. you're brilliant i know you and i would never ever have miss out on a verdict never ever because i am out there sending a verdict or two sending a thought to everyone or two and continue to do this and about dan if he's not out this week if not now when when <laughs> when Okay, thanks, Fred. Thank you. Brilliant, Fred. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> oh. See, the, the thing is, like, with Dan, like what I was saying, like, it's so difficult to call because, like, like, like you said, you go, oh, my God, Tom's out. But, okay, but if it's not Tom, then who? Because, like, I, I think from the outside, if people are not quite watching it, they go, is Dan Walker still in? But the last two weeks, Dan Walker has been on fire, like he's really produced in the last couple of weeks. He's been really good. And not, not just good as in like, oh yeah, but good for Dan, but he's not as good as the others, which some people sort of try and make that point to me. No, he's been good the last, the last two weeks. This, that Charleston was great. It was. Like, it was like, remember, was it last week I was going, like it was way better than I expected it was going to be. This Charleston was way better. Because um, I, I sent him, I messaged Dan, because obviously I did Good Morning on, in my first year um, with Susanna Reid. And I've just come off singing in the rain, the musical in London. So, you know, it's I was excited about this. And I asked him, are you, are you going to do the sofa tip over? Because that's, you know, it's very famous in the movie of Singing in the Rain, where they tip over the sofa. And on stage, we do it over a bench. Um, and me and Susanna did it in our first year. We had to do it twice because we did it in week 10 or whatever it was at the time. And then it was our um, judges pick for the final because we messed it up the first time. So there was a step where we went wrong and came out of sync. Basically, almost directly like, like Rose and Giovanni this week, it was right that bit, as you come down there, right in front of the judges in promenade, we, we messed up and the judges picked up on it. Giovanni then, said it was his fault though. But it wasn't, was it? Because he watched it as well, and I watched it back, and it wasn't like I know what he was trying to do. So yeah, <laughs> and it was, and it was very nice of him to do that. Yeah, to try and take the hit rather than her. But looking back as a professional, it, it was Rose that went wrong. It was. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know we don't want it to be because we love Rose so much. So we're so reluctant. We're so reluctant to like say that she did anything wrong, <laughs> you know, because we just want we want her to do well. 
But um, yeah, me and Susanna made a mistake in that exact spot in front of the judges. And then we kind of, as we came over the sofa, we kind of stumbled off it. And then in the final, we did it again. It all went fine. So I texted Dan to say, are you doing the, the sofa tip over? And he went, no, not quite. We've got something a, a little bit different, a little bit special. I didn't know he was going to like front roll over the sofa. <laughs> but he really, really went for it. And I love, I love that he went for it. Just, he gave it everything he had. like, And it was great. It was so good. I loved it. I just feel like Dan's also giving... It's like a two-way partnership that what Dan is giving Nadia. So she's enjoying yeah. her life yeah. right now, you can tell. In every single performance, she's coming out and she just looks a different, but she is loving it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I feel like that partnership's amazing because they both just, they are giving things to each other. Mm. It's not just the pro teaching the celeb and that's it. It's like there's things going on the other way as well. Like he's, he's giving her so much happiness and joy. And they're through to week 10. Through to week 10. That's, that's a massive achievement. <gasps> right. Uh, let's go to Isabel. Hi. Hi. Yeah, just touching on Dan. Like, I absolutely love this Charleston. Like, I just, he looked so the part of Gene Kelly and Nadia looked gorgeous as this sort of Debbie Reynolds type in the air. Just fantastic swivel, loved the energy. The lifts were great. So yeah, he's just such a showman and you can really tell that he's enjoying it. And I hate the fact that he's getting all this flack from the press, like, oh, why is Dan still in? But it's clearly because the public like him and he's getting the vote. So it yeah, it is very close happens to nearly every year to, to one couple, doesn't it? Like yeah. where, where some, someone just like the, the public get in their head that, oh, he's not very good. And then they get to around Blackpool sort of place in in the competition and it's like we love him we love him we love him and then someone who we think is good gets eliminated and then it's like he should resign from dancing ever again in his life it's an insult you know it all gets into this sort of madness um mm -hmm. which i think is silly because he's, he's doing a great job and people clearly love love him and are voting for him mm. yeah i loved it um AJ, I thought this was absolutely beautiful. Sound of Music is one of my favourites, and that's one of my favourite songs. And such an improvement from last week. So it was great to see her back on top where she belongs. Mm -hmm. thought the frame and footwork were gorgeous. The, it was just beautiful, simple and elegant. And Kai yeah. nailed it yet again. Yeah. He's doing amazing. He's doing really well. And just want to touch on Tom and Amy just for a second, because I want to talk about Team Triple J, as I call them, Tom and Johannes. But I want to say, I completely agree with everything you were saying, Kevin. I think that you quoted something from Matthew Bourne and I was completely in agreement that they didn't get the story of the song and what have you. But I also just want to ask, how difficult would that lift, a bit, like that necklace spin, I don't know what you call it, but how difficult would that have been? Because you've done it a couple of times. How mm. difficult would that have been for Tom to do? It's, it's all about getting the right amount of momentum. Mm -hmm. So it... it <laughs> It's one of them, like, remember that ride, Joe, that used to be in um, Pleasure Island in, uh, in Cleethorpe? Yeah. The, gra the Gravitron or whatever. Yeah, you stick to the back of the wall. Yeah, you just sort of stand against the wall and it'd spin and then you'd sort of go like that. It, your face would go back. <laughs> like, it feels a bit like that when you're doing it. It, it. It's about getting the right amount of momentum because if, if it's too slow, it won't work. If it's too fast, you sort of lose control and it becomes too hard to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. So, so you have to sort of 
and, and they only did a little bit of it as well, which is almost more difficult because if like if you give yourself a few eights to do it, you can sort of start turning and start it and then speed up. That's right, Andy. Centrifugal force. That's it. That's what that, that that's exactly what it's about. Um, you can sort of give yourself a bit of a run up and you can have like, like I've done it before where I basically have one arm around the back of my partner. So I've got a little bit of control and I start to turn and start to turn. And as she starts to like, th there comes a point with the centrifugal force. Thanks, Andy Brown, um, where, the, <laughs> where the feet just sort of naturally flow off the floor because all of her weight is being sent outwards. Um, so and so you you're still in control of it and then it's like you can if you've got your arm there you can feel the point where it feels comfortable to take your hands away and you can just keep mm -hmm. turning and what you say to your partner is you hang on and you do not let go <laughs> <laughs> if as long as you don't have to do too much you just don't do not let go mm -hmm. um so they didn't really have that sort of run up to it in terms of taking their time with it. They went very quickly into it, which is more difficult. So props to them for that. And then what the, the, the most difficult part about it is um, coming down off it because as you slow, you've got to slow down. You can't just sort of chuck her off because she'll go flying. Yeah. Um, as you come down off it and slow down, her feet will start to come down to the floor. But if she's still in a sort of laid out position, it'll start to look ugly and uh, the middle part of her will start to float down towards the floor. So then the girl has to control, you know, or wh whoever's being lifted has to, has to control the, the core of that a little bit. And it's about timing that at the same time. So she has to lift her core up so she can place her feet down on the floor and find the floor. And, and slow down um so that's that would have been amy's job and tom's job would have been like to find the the flow of it the, and the timing of it and like i say very quickly you had to find it and then very quickly coming out of it as well mm. so it's 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 a timing thing more than anything okay because yeah i've seen you do that a couple of times i think mm. well because you're a professional so you you know you know how to control that but yeah for tom i was like that is majorly impressive yeah yeah and you sort um, of got to counterbalance it a little bit as you start because you can't like if you're leaning forward and doing it like you're going to create a problem for yourself so mm -hmm. it's just feeling each other's weight feeling the the centrifugal force as it starts to kick in and, and timing it nicely there's that other step in there that's like it where you link arms like the girl holds her hands her hands like that and you link yeah. on the guy's arm and you spin like i have never ever ever been able to do it ever mm, difficult one as well yeah. yeah yeah i was crying by the end of this dance and they got two votes from me and i was crying last night when they got eliminated so i was you were crying yeah. so so you felt it i i felt it completely and i was on a group chat with some friends and they agreed with the judges and i was like Oh, really? you watching the same thing like that got me right in my soul because Les Mis is one of my favorites and on my own is such a beautiful song and it's one of my favorites so, so interestingly like, your um your friends are they have they seen the musical yes we're all big musical theater nerds right. mm. strange then just but, what comes across yeah. I guess but, but then some people might not have felt it you know and that's the thing it's like I'm not here to say that somebody is wrong in how they felt watching the dance. I just personally disagreed. 
you know, and obviously Isabel, you disagreed with, with mm -hmm. the judges. Like, and and I, I just thought it was tough on Tom because I felt he got done by that because I also think that there will be a lot of people who don't, didn't necessarily have a strong opinion either way and then would have been influenced by the judges mm. because people will listen to what the judges have to say and take it on board and, you know, and rightly so. But if they're all given this narrative, then there'll be a lot of people who are influenced by that narrative of like, oh, well, Tom can't perform, he's got no emotion. And for me, like, that just wasn't true. Mm. And yeah, I put, I put in the chat, like, because obviously Cynthia being from the theatre world, like, no disrespect to her, but I thought she would have sort of got the story behind the song. So I wonder how Craig would have judged it if he had been there, because he is from the musical theatre world. So would he have judged it on the story of the song? Because he often quite looks for storytelling, or would he have gone with the sort of technique and like Anton said that he could predict every move so I just think that's in I wonder how Craig would have judged it I didn't no. feel like you could predict every move I couldn't either no I, I I couldn't but then you know but that's that's what I mean it's so subjective and 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 Cynthia knows the musical theatre world really well and she's saying she didn't feel it when she was watching it so if she didn't feel it she didn't feel it do you know what I mean? Like that's that's yeah. my point. Everyone feels differently about you know you like what you like and you don't like what you don't like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, John and Johannes. Um, coincidentally, Mary Poppins was on BBC One right before Strictly, so I was already yeah, was, in the yeah. injury mood. <laughs> I love this one yet again. Like they are they are consistently good for me. And yeah, I love the spins, the out of hole choreography. Because I think I think I've said before with the Venus Waltz, I quite like to see that balance of in hole choreography and out of hole because of the rotation and John said he was feeling very very dizzy so I love the I love the balance of it and I honestly don't know what more the judges want from him because they keep saying that John has more to give and he wants to just push it I honestly don't know what more he can give I think he's absolutely smashing it I you see I do get that um I love him and I think he's amazing and he should definitely be in the final but I just, I, I just want him to come out with a bang that blows us away. Like, and, and he does blow us away in the sense of like, he's an amazing dancer, but I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. What do you think? Hopefully the Argentine tango can do it this week. Uh, I'm very I think that, that could be their dance. Yeah. yeah. Tango, yeah. Like their rumba. I'm very excited yeah. to see what they'll do because I think I think Bruno has said in the part, isn't that how the Argentine tango was originally done? Two men dancing together. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, it's been that's been done a lot, like in in Argentine tango. Yeah, that like there's a whole history of men dancing together in Argentine tango. So um, yeah, hopefully that will be the the bang that the judges are looking for. I I, I think with with the performance of this. I don't know if it's um, maybe um, that you can see him thinking a little bit. Maybe. Like, that's like, I think he dances everything really well. Like, you know, there's no major issues. I, I, I would love him to just, um, like, think of sucking in his belly button in terms of engaging with his core and just tipping his weight further forward. He's, he tends to sit back with his weight. I, I, I made a point on It Takes Two. Um, about this when, when we were talking about Bachacardas um, with, with Rylan, whereas he just sits back with his weight a little bit, which blocks his movement slightly. I just, it's like, I, I want him to put one sort of like fist into his belly button as if he's punching himself in the stomach 
and a hand on the back of his head and go boom like that as opposed to sitting backwards like someone's pulling down on a long plait <laughs> that makes any sense whatsoever um but i mean again i i agree it was a really good dance i did really enjoy it um yeah i i think argentine tango will be their dance next week i just have a feeling that th we're gonna see john come in with a real bang next week yeah mm -hmm. yeah thank mm. you isabel thanks isabel Donna. Yeah, because Donna told me she thought Tom was going to win. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought he would get into like the final three. But yeah. um, I, mm, I sort of think that he wanted to make Carrie like proud. And I thought he was like doing the dance and that. And he was overthinking like getting the dance and the steps right. And I felt Amy like acted it out a little bit better than him in the dance. Interesting. And also yeah. I think like, uh, I don't know, he felt, I felt like he was holding it back a little bit and okay. like Cynthia a little bit that he wasn't showing the emotion and it didn't come out from his heart. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's where it's interesting. So, so, so you felt similar to the judges, what, yeah. what they were saying. I, I sort of watched it and I sort of felt like that was the point of the character he was playing mm. um that that he was holding back from her and she was flinging herself at him um in terms of the narrative but that's that's the beauty of it it's so subjective i actually thought he wouldn't actually go out because you know other mcfly fans like stop voting for him because he's probably got a mcfly fan base um i thought he'd be in the final three mm. Yeah. And Reese, I noticed I've looked at it twice. Is it like I want to ask Kevin or Joanne with his jive? He wasn't putting his feet to the floor and like kicking and flicking enough. Uh, see, see like I, I, I loved his jive. Uh, I really loved it. And that's why I tweeted about it. Like, he sort of does everything that I want to see in a jive. And I feel a little bit like if he, if anyone else in the competition, bar maybe AJ, take AJ out of it. If anyone else in the competition had danced like that in a jive, I think the judges would have lost their minds for him. Like if John had done that jive, or if Rose had done that jive, I think the judges would have lost their minds for it and said how brilliant it was. But something about Reese, where they expect a certain level and if the slightest, it's like they're expecting him to be AJ in terms of like AJ gets a lot of technical stuff right. And it's like they expect Reese to be that level. And if, and again, it's the preconceived thing. If, if, he, if there's something that they look at and go, Mm, technically that wasn't quite you know in place or whatever they're not happy with it and 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 they mark him down like and and i mean mark he's still got eights you know like it, it's still it's still good scores but you know i've often talked about how i think a dance doesn't have to be flawless to get a 10 you know technically as long as it's a great dance it can still get a 10 um 
I still don't want him to hold back his energy. I love his energy. That's one of the things that I love about him. Um, I don't want him to hold back. I think he was right on the front of the, on the front of the beat. So he was dangerously close to going out of time. And I think Nancy did a great job of holding him back. Um, and probably even in the, dance off I was probably slightly more like oh, hold on hold on hold on don't over rush it it's more a sense of that that rushed timing than anything um but energy wise I, I no I wouldn't want him to take the energy out at all I I, I this is another thing that, that there seems to be this thing with with um ballroom and latin people do this a lot where it's like they, they think that one thing equates to another where they go energy equals messy it's not always true and they also go oh if it's sort of boring and safe that means it was technically brilliant which is also not always true but it's like we often do this we often put things in boxes and go oh that was a simple boring routine but so it must have been all in place well not necessarily that was really energetic and he attacked it like he was going, like his life depended on it. It must be messy. It's like, no, I, I didn't think it was messy. I think he could have just sat. We're, we're talking degrees, like sat in the middle of the beat as opposed to on the front of the beat. But apart from that, I loved it. Also no. with Dan, I think that maybe he's the one that's actually going to go like on the journey and that. And I, I mean, I've heard a lot of people have been saying that he could get the glitter ball. You think? <laughs> Can you imagine? Look, anything's possible. I, I, I still think Rose will win. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but the ten million. You know, I could be completely wrong. Ten million people are voting for him who watch BBC Breakfast. That's where he's getting the vote. <laughs> Well, yes. I don't know if every I don't know if that many people are but you would have thought though that the thousands of and millions of McFly fans would have voted yeah. for him as well. Yeah. Wasn't it? it was rumored that he was getting the most votes anyway, wasn't it? A few weeks yeah. ago. Tom. Yeah. yeah, but this is what I was saying. This is yeah. what comes out in the papers. Tom's getting all the votes and he's in the dance off and then got eliminated. Those mm. things are always, you know. And I wanted to say one thing about John. Uh, nearly every week, the judges comment about him being flat-footed when mm. he does his dancing. And that could be the weight problem, though, that Kev's talking about, where you were setting his weight. The weight sat slightly the back. Like that, you can't control your feet as mm. much. Mm, mm, mm. All right, thank you, Donna. Okay. Let's go to Tash. I think I know who Tash is going to talk about. Did someone just say Dan's doing rumba this week in the chat? Oh my gosh, Not Emma said. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hi, Tash. Dear Lord. Hi. Um, I actually liked everyone this week. Me too. Um, like, I loved Dan. I thought that was amazing. Um, and, like, to an extent, I think maybe, like, he could get to, like, the semi-finals. Possibly. I don't know. Who knows? It's anyone's guess at this point because everyone's so good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, but, um, I, I loved Rose, actually. 
You sorry. I loved Rose. Yeah, interestingly, you're the first one to sort of bring up Rose's dance this week. Well, I mean, last week we talked for about nine hours about how much we're all in <laughs> with Rose and yeah. how Rose and Giovanni's dance was, you know, one of the greatest moments in Strictly history. And, you know, we it, it was incredible. Um, what are we thinking this week? Um, I liked it. Yeah, she did slip up, but I think she also recovered really well. Hmm. She did. She did recover really well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I it was know. a good dance. I, I you know, it, this is where it comes down to personal preference and taste and it's so subjective because th- this is the point that I always make is that, you know, it, there can be a, a mistake and it like Rose could have made a mistake last week and I still would have given it a 10 because it was that good. Yeah. In terms of, you know, the emotion of it, the way she performed it and, and the context of it, everything. It was just, it was just great art. Um, yeah, I loved it last she week. Made, she Amazing. made a big mistake in front of the judges this week, and I, I, I'm not sure I could have given it a ten this week. No. That's not to say that it was bad. I still think she danced really well. Um, the st- the story t- she was great as Anna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah, again, I don't well. think I would have given her a yeah. ten this week. But you know, again, I, it I was, was still giving her. I, was, I still would have given her an eight or a nine. But I. Yeah, for sure. I, I, again it's that age-old question that we come back to are they judging it against her against herself or her against the other couples because you know if we can say oh yeah um recent recent nancy had a moment where they went out of sync and then they've got this energy problem eight you know um um tom we weren't sure about your your narrative and emotion eight yeah Rose, you and yeah, it's... ten. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, but, you I, know, think, it, but it, I think I think the scores opinion. like at the weekend were ridiculous. Like they were all over the place. Yeah, I think that's yeah. Because, but because there's no obvious difference in all the couples, there's no obvious bad one. So oh. yeah, it's exactly yeah. what we're saying. What are they marking it on? I don't know. There's not an obvious. Yeah, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. But I, I I did like the dance. She she went wrong in it, and and you know, and they admitted that they went wrong in the dance, and and it was there was, there was an obvious bit. Um, but you know, it was it was still fun. It had such a lovely sort of atmosphere about it and vibe about it. Yeah, yeah, it was just joyful to watch, really. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. always is. She's jo- she's joyful. Yeah. Um, like she's just, I love her when she's up in Claudia's area as well. She's just having a great time. She's just loving it. Yeah. Which is what we enjoy. Her watching, impressions isn't it? of Giovanni like, as well were hilarious. Yeah, yeah. We just <laughs> like seeing someone having a good time on yeah. um, on on Strictly. Did in terms of, talking about impressions? Yeah. Um, did you, did you hear Kai's impression of Neil Jones? Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Because I love impressions and I used to do that all the time when I was on Strictly. I was always like taking the mick and doing impressions of the judges and stuff. Um, I'd, I'd still take yeah. him on on the Shirley impression. But, like, <laughs> but um, his Neil <laughs> one was really funny. It, his Neil impression was was spot on. When he was doing, <laughs> they were all great, like, but yeah, um, his Neil one was um, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tash, I really thought you were going to talk about AJ and Kai. I, 
Okay, I do. No, right. Okay, we're moving on to them. I do really <laughs> like AJ and Kai too. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, like, like another beautiful dance. I wasn't here last week, so I didn't talk about their paso, but I also really like their paso. Um, I think it was undermarked, but we'll move on to this week. And yeah, just another beautiful performance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Really, really good words. And Kai is smashing the choreography this, this year. Yeah. Yeah, for a first season. Yeah. Thanks, Tash. Right, we've got five more to get through in 14 minutes. Go on, Emily Cadmore. Easy. Hello. Hiya. I'll be quick. I was writing down my favourites and I basically wrote down nearly everybody. So <laughs> yeah. quick quiz. It's so difficult, so difficult. AJ and Kai, I just wrote their back. I thought that was a brilliant brilliant um way to come back from the paso yeah love them um dan and nadia i reckon they are so deserving where they are they're, yeah. they're, they're the biggest improvers aren't they yeah for sure they are now yeah for sure and he, he's probably yeah he's proper properly doing great dances in my opinion mm -hmm. um i'm loving it so long may they continue you know he's he's not the best dancer is he but Reminds me a little bit of um, Jamie with Karen last year. Mm. He wasn't the best dancer, but he kept going and he kept improving mm. and he was brilliant to watch, I thought. Yeah, I, th I thought it was great. I, yeah. like, last week and so, this week, I think he's been brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. And um, jo on a, well, not negative, but John and Johannes mm -hmm. have been a little, I love really love them yeah but I think they've been a little bit flat the last couple of weeks but okay. I think as Isabel said the um the Argentine tango I'm hoping that's going to bring the magic back and we're going to get another pirates dance from them yeah. so fingers crossed what do you agree do you think, think that's so. going to be a goodie I I think I think it's going to be a great dance for them yeah I just have a slight feeling I mean I could be completely wrong but I have a slight feeling of um you know as as we were heading towards the Rose and Giovanni couple's choice. I was like, I just feel like that could be their dance, this, this yeah. couple's choice. I, I think because of the nature of like the history of men dancing together in Argentine tango, there's, you know, you can watch a lot of great stuff on YouTube and stuff. And I don't know, I, I just, and he doesn't have to be sort of happy and energetic and like that there's going to be an intensity about it. And I think it could be a great week for them. I've, just, I've got a feeling about it. I think Johannes will, will put him at his ease as well and draw it out of him because he's just so he, he's so sensitive to it, isn't it? You could see in in, in the uh, comments on, on Saturday, you could see that he just needed a little bit of uh, sort of tenderness and, and getting his confidence mm -hmm. back. So I hope that they'll uh, I hope they'll come back with that one. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, final one because we're whizzing. Oh, must just say love the love the wicked um, group dance. Oh yeah, it's my. Was my second favourite dance to Define Gravity ever on Strictly Kevin. So, <laughs> there yeah. you go. As now Define Gravity has been knocked down into second place on your all-time list, hasn't it? <laughs> 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 Replaced by Rose and Giovanni. Yeah, but but that was the second favourite dance of that one. So I I love that. And um just finally um I would say I don't care about the chaos. I, I I I just love watching him. To me, he's the dancer that I feel is actually dancing out of the TV into my living room. <laughs> yeah. I think he's wonderful. Mm. 
and yeah, that, that to me it, it wasn't wasn't it the best example of, of really giving it whatever you possibly could in a dance off I, I thought it was great yeah I I, I, I loved it I, I loved it that's how I like when Joe when we used to watch um like Shirley dancing with Corky oh. like and Jive was their dance when Shirley used to compete Shirley and uh, dancing with Corky like that jive that Reese did was pretty much how Corky and Shirley would go yeah, about their jive. Exactly. It was like such a Corky and Shirley jive, wasn't it? Yeah. That's why I really thought Shirley would just love it. Um, I, yeah, I, 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 I want to see the celebs go out and, and smash it. I don't, want them, I don't want them to play safe. I want, I want them to give everything they've got. And, and, and that's what I thought he did. Like, you know, did, was he on the front of the beat? Yes, but you know, could AJ have slightly had a different head? Yes. Could Rose did Rose go wrong? Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone has mistakes in them. Everyone think has flaws in them. Um, and sometimes Reese is just on the on the front of the beat. But I but I loved what he did with it. The, the yeah, energy of I, it, the knees up, the flicks, like everything was great. I want to watch someone who excites me and makes me want to go out and I would want to pay to go and see them. At theatre because they would excite me and I'd be I'd, mm. I'd just be jiggling up and down the whole time I think they're brilliant but yeah, yeah they're, they're all great and really excited about another week and what's coming on Saturday thank mm. you yeah thank you Thanks, Emily Stace loves Nancy as well oh yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever Nancy's dancing Stacey texts me like Nancy's wicked <laughs> <laughs> right Vicky hey you all right Hiya. Um, I can just say first, you all need to go see the Adams family. It is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you smashed it, Joe. And um, I'm going to see another musical on Thursday in Darlington. I can't remember what it's called, though. Yes. <laughs> see you in Darlington. <laughs> For the 57th time. I'm going to stop crying because Tom and Amy, the last three nights, have just made me cry my eyes out. <laughs> Tom, tonight on It Takes Two, you need to watch it. It's just heartbreaking they were my winners now so mm. I'm really doing well this year but I think <laughs> Dan Dan might possibly win it do you reckon I do yeah <laughs> reading comments on Facebook and other things everyone loves him I mean what a journey that would be yeah and he, like I said he did a really good standout dance Nadia's shining people like him he's lovable isn't he he's yeah. having the journey and he's loving life, even though he's getting negative comments. He doesn't care. He's coming absolutely, out. Absolutely, absolutely. He's just, yeah, he's just brilliant. And that's where my votes are going now. So other people may be the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but Kai and um, AJ again, they were fab. They're all fabulous, aren't they? Yeah. All of them. Yeah, it's they a are. tough, it's a tough series. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, with it be Musicals Week, I had to go and see two of my favourites in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see you Thursday, Kev. See you on Thursday. <laughs> you will. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yes. <laughs> right, James. Hi, everyone. Hey, Hi. Uh, Kevin, I think you'll have to send this podcast to Dan. because I mean, it's a Dan loving tonight, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to speak about Dan as well. I mean, I think, I think he deserves great credit for the way he's improved over the course of the series. Mm. Um, the, the, the person he most reminds me of, actually, is Chris Ramsey from a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. right. mm -hmm. He was someone else who wasn't the best dancer each week, but the sort of the joy 
you know, yeah. he was showing when he was performing each week, it was just shined, shined through. Yeah, he's really embraced he, it, hasn't he? He's embraced the whole event of Strictly. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, but as you kind of mentioned earlier, so we're getting to that stage where with decent dancers such as Sarah and Tom leaving, there's a potential of Dan picking up a bit of backlash mm. moving forward. So my question yeah. to you both is, how would you help your celebrity deal with the sort of criticism that could be heading his way? I think, uh, well, there's the obvious of like saying ignore it and, and stuff like that. But actually, I'd just be like, listen, we keep getting through. You're doing something, right? Mm. I mean, I know it's tough to read stuff about yourself and what people think and just having really strong opinions and stuff like that. But at the end I got of the told day, I'm hated today. Really? <laughs> Someone on Twitter said you were hated on Strictly. Oh, well, you know. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's why... That's why, you're in the, that's why you were in the final five times and won, because everyone hated you, Ken. <laughs> Sandra. <laughs> Love me, Yeah, um, I would just be like, listen, you're getting through. If, if you're getting through, it means you're doing something right with the judges as well, because he's getting good scores. You're doing something right with the judges, and you're doing something right with the public. You're getting the votes. So these few people that are commenting on it like that, just ignore it because the majority are voting for you. Yeah, I think that's the key. It's like letting them know that it's 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 the the noisy minority, isn't it? Like they might be sort of noisy on Twitter or something, but the, the, the fact is you're getting through, which means people are voting for you because he's not top of the leaderboard. You know, it's not that that's getting him through. Um, so... He's, he's clearly by the maths getting getting decent enough votes to get through um so it's just making sure he's aware of that you know if if he needs that he might be completely all right with it anyway like but if if he you know if anyone does have start having a go and it is that point in the competition like you say where people do start to get very passionate and very angry if their favorite goes out you know if, if they're really into like one couple or something um it, that can happen at this stage, but, um, you know, you might be all right. How was it with you? Didn't Susan get a bit of criticism in her year? Because I think everyone thought she was going to be one of the sort of early eliminations and then mm. she got to Blackpool well, and beyond, didn't she? Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I think she did get a little bit of it um, towards the end. But to be honest... Um, there was so much there was so much love for Susan as well like at, at, at the same time I think like she did so well and 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 just sort of exceeded everyone's expectations and um I, I think she she could see how much love she was getting from people um as as much as the odd you know someone who was taking it all too seriously and 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 having a go and 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 it's again just reiterating that it's like that about what the whole thing is about. It's about an enjoyment and, and it's about entertainment and it's about expression and it's and it's about what, what everyone likes. It's why we come on here and, and discuss all the different dances and everyone has different opinions. It's all very well me, you know, going on for 45 minutes at the beginning of the podcast, going all about my opinions on Tom's dance. But like someone else might have a completely different opinion on it and, and that's fine. And, and I think some people take it very seriously, like it's, we should judge the technical abilities of each dancer. And if someone isn't up to that standard, then that's not good enough. And, and people get very passionate in that way. And it's like, well, 
if that were the case, on 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 the year that um, me and me and Stace competed in it, we might as well not have turned up with Ashley Roberts in the competition because Ashley was so amazing. Do you know what I mean? It was like if if it's all, if that's what it's all about, then there's no point in it even happening. It, it's about what people what people enjoy and and that's that's what art is it's you know everyone enjoys different music every everyone enjoys different kinds of films some people like harry potter some people don't like harry potter do you, do you know what i mean like that's what like it's so subjective and that's why um to go back to week one that's why it's not a sport god damn it <laughs> it's art <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's making sure that they know that. And that at the end of the day, people love what you're doing on the whole and you're getting loads of votes. And I hope Dan knows that, that everyone is like really enjoying what he's doing. I mean, that is the, re the reality at the end of the day. Proof's in the pudding. You keep getting through. So like the majority of the people voting are voting for you. So I remember, I, I think I've, I've told this story before on the podcast, I'm sure. But like um, it was it really fascinated me when when Jeremy Vine got this. And, and Jeremy Vine got through whatever week he got to and someone started kicking off. Everyone was like, Jeremy Vine's awesome. Jeremy Vine's awesome. And then it got to like week seven or something. And it was like, you should quit the competition. It's insulting. It's not fair on the others. You should quit. And he was like, why should I quit? Well, because there are better dancers than you. And he made a YouTube video where he said, so, okay, so, so by your logic, what you're saying is then that if someone else is better than you, you should quit. Does that go for everything in life or what? Do you know what I mean? Like, what kind of logic is that? If, you, if you're looking at someone and you're going, they're better than me, you should never attempt the thing you want to do ever again. That's madness. And, and, and he said in his YouTube video, he was like, what kind of message would that send to my kids? if like everything's going well and then someone says I don't think you're very good and you should quit because someone else is better than you and I quit that is the wrong message to send out to anyone that the right message is carry on doing the thing if you love it if you're having a good time if you're enjoying it and you and you just want to go for it and try and do as well as you can keep going and you know and like I say people are voting for Dan because they are enjoying what he's doing on the show and not just out of like some sort of novelty factor either because the last two weeks he's absolutely smashed it yeah yeah, yeah. brilliant thanks guys thank you can Jay. I just comment on that Andy just wrote let's hear it for Motsi's hair I love Motsi's hair oh my <laughs> god amazing it should have been Emily Riley hi Hi. I thought Tom's dance was amazing, by the way. Amazing. Just put it out there, loved it. Mm -hmm. I didn't agree with the judges at all mm -hmm. on the emotion side of it because I thought it did have emotion in it. Yeah, I did as it well. It did have emotion. Mm. I, I was on the verge of tears. Mm -hmm. I loved it. John and Johannes. I'm a, I love them. Yeah. But it wasn't the best dance. Right. For me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I love the musical. 
I yeah. loved their musical, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't the best dance for me. Right. I think their tango, Argentine tango is going to be their best dance. Yeah, I've got a feeling about that too. Rose and Giovanni. Although they made a mistake, I do st- still think they're going to win. Yeah, I think so too. I, th- so, I think they're going to win. Th- I think the standard in gem and um, will this year is high. The, yeah, the standard's crazy high this year. I know we say it every year, but it is. It does feel that way, right? This year, Joe, you yeah. think? You think that? Yeah, because there's literally just like literally when somebody said, "Well, who would have who would have you added in the bottom two? And I was like, oh, uh, oh. "Yeah." Whereas normally you still have someone at this point where you go, "Oh, well, they'll be out next." But it's been it's been like that throughout the whole series. I think like I haven't been able to each week. Okay, there was some worse than others at the beginning, but like they've all been quite strong and big personalities, big performers. So you can't. I haven't been able to go. Oh yeah, it's definitely them out this week. Mm, 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 yeah. Okay. Thanks, Emily. Thank you, Emily. Sharon. Sharon. Hey, can you hey, we got her this week. Me and Sharon were, were on Radio 2 with Stacey Dooley. Ah! And that was entirely a coincidence. <laughs> a complete coincidence. It really was. They told me um, that Stacey was going to be on instead of Claudia. Yeah. Um, and they said there was going to be um, another guest, but they didn't know who it was. And when they said, oh, it's going to be Kevin Clifton, they said, well, have you got a, a question you've always wanted to ask Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I said, um, I would ask him every week. I said, because I'm on his podcast. And they're <laughs> wrap that then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I certainly hoped it cheered uh, Geth enough anyway, because I think he was feeling a bit down looking at his uh, tweets that he'd said about it, it, some, somebody, I think, had um, asked whether he'd been on Strictly. Um, and he said, gosh, yes, it's like over 10 years ago. So I think he was having a bit of a problem with his age. So <laughs> I hope it cheered you up. <laughs> Speaking of that, can I just tell you, like, our on Rock of Ages, right, we've, we've got a um, lovely lad called Morgan, right, is, is the... Um, dance captain and resident director. He's like a young lad and he, yeah, he's, you know, really nice guy, I really get on with him. Um, but he says to me, um, oh, can, can I ask you something, Kev? I went, yeah, yeah, of course. He goes, um, you know, like, cause obviously, you know, you're still performing and, and you're still, dan- you're gonna be doing Burn the Floor soon and, and stuff, you're, st- you're still dancing. Um, when, you're, when you're dancing, like at, at, at your age, what are the first injuries that start to go? <laughs> wow okay i'm old (laughs) people see me as old (laughs) well joe you know you're you're performing with ahmed i um i know from when he was about seven so that makes me feel very old seriously oh my god he's so lovely like the loveliest guy Looking forward to coming to see the show when it's in Birmingham. Yeah. Oh, what? My show? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said looking forward to Kevin, but you said coming in your Welsh accent. That goes without saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Come to see Burn the Floor with Kevin and Burn the Floor reunion as well. So I'll see everybody again. But yeah. Um, But 
going going back to the back to Strictly, yet another brilliant show. Um, mm. It seems to get better and better. I voted this time for Dan, AJ, and John, and I have to say it was the first time I voted for Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely loved his performance from everything that you've said. I totally agree. Um, and I, I was watching it also with a 16-year-old um, who, not interested in BBC Breakfast whatsoever, but she voted, she, she actually said, I never watched the show, but I'm going to vote for Dan because she said I was so impressed. I love musical wow. theatre and loved, yeah. So he has got fans right from young to, young to older people as well. So they were voting. Um, and I think because he was bottom of the leaderboard, people actually thought, well, if I don't vote for him, then he's going to go. Yeah. He's picking up speed, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he really This is bigger than I thought. Dan yeah. is proper picking yeah. up fans here. <laughs> um, I I wasn't as impressed with Tilly's performance. I mean, the whole crowd was, was sort of going, Tilly, Tilly, at the end. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, it was great, but it wasn't that good. Okay. Um, it didn't move me, and I agreed with Joe. I'm not seeing Matilda. I wasn't keen on the whole thing. And I... Um, I mean, um, um, who was it? Was it, you know, Shirley said it was first class and she said, I couldn't tell who the professional was. Not sure if I agreed, Mm. Um, but I don't know if it was a difficult one for the pro, that, isn't it? I I don't like it. (laughs) Because you want, you want the compliment for your celeb. Yes. You want, you want that for the, for them to think that that they're so amazing. But then it's like, for you, the pro, you're slightly like, oh, <laughs> All those years of training yeah, and yeah. sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> They've been doing it nine weeks. I've been doing it since I was four. I'm getting injuries now. I'm getting old. <laughs> um, I enjoyed John and Johannes. Totally agree that I want to see something amazing next week with the Argentine Tango, definitely. Anton said it was too safe. Um, so yeah, we, I think I think for him to come through the competition now, he needs to come back with a bit of a blast. Rose and uh, Rose and Giovanni, lovely. Although I'm not keen on that particular musical myself. Right. Um, I didn't like her wig and all. That. I I don't know. It just it didn't do much for her at all. Really, the actual dance itself was nice. I think it mm. appealed to the children and all of that. But it was lovely. Um, not my favourite of theirs, I have to say, which is why I didn't vote for her this time. Tom, I absolutely loved, understood um, the emotion side of things, why, you know, that all the unrequited love. Um, and guessed they would, they'd gone this week. Um, Reese and Nancy, I was a bit of a, a wow. I couldn't take my eyes off his feet. I understand he didn't point his feet and he was slightly ahead, like you were saying. But I, as soon as you tweeted, Kev, I totally agreed with you and thought, yeah, I agree. What a brilliant performance. Um, Cynthia did praise them and said it was it was a sense of fun. She said there's like an explosion of rhythm. I remember that bit. But um, I don't know. I, I just, no matter what he does, he always seems to be knocked by the judges. And I thought they were very harsh yeah. on everybody. Um, and But I thought AJ and Kai's dance was beautiful. Absolutely. Um, it was very stripped back, um, beautifully executed. Um, and... Um, what did Cynthia say? She said, um, oh, how, is it, how do you solve a problem like Maria? Um, make sure you cast AJ. <laughs> good line. <man. laughs> I thought, yeah. Line, yeah. My, my question is, which I've always wanted to know, do mm. the judges see the routines at all before the, the final show? 
do they see them in rehearsals? They're not sat there in rehearsals. No. But we've always wondered whether they're watching in their dressing room. Yeah. Because and then do they talk to each other about who's scoring who? You know, like, are you, do they talk to each other and say, are you giving them a 10? Are you giving them a nine? How, no, they don't. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, well, when I judged all-star musicals yeah. on ITV, um, no, I didn't know what anyone else was going to give. Okay. No, no I, I, I don't remember any of that, no. But I don't, but that's a different channel, it's a different show, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I've never been a judge on Strictly, so I, I don't know, is the answer. I would I mean, like to know. If I was <laughs> in the audience and I was sat close to them, I couldn't tell whether they had already seen the routine and whether they knew what each other was scoring. Because some other things I've been to see, you can tell that they they know, they know what's going to come. But right. I, was just, I just wondered, you know, if you, you happen to know that. Yeah, no, I, I, I honestly don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was great. And I said, and I absolutely love to find gravity, although yours is still my favourite, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> and Kathy actually looked good, blonde. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But no, great show. Looking forward to next week. And I think it really is going to, I, I think it could be a shock exit next week. Bit of a, ooh. Like I a, think like, now. Like, like who? Who would be a shock exit to you? Ooh. Um, but, obviously, if Rose went, that would be a shock. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. AJ went. John, if John goes, John, that, yeah. I mean, Argentine tango. Um, how is that going to work? You know, obviously, we've only ever seen a male and female dance to an Argentine tango. So, how do you think that's going to be choreographed for two males? Mm, but there's there's a lot of history of, of two men dancing together in Argentine tango. Okay. Yeah, there, there's there's a it ha it happens more in Argentine tango than I've seen in other dances. So I think this is probably the one that plays more into their hands than anything. Right. More into that. Yeah. That's why you're the professional. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think this will be a, a big one for them. Uh, if anyone knows, uh, like, do we know all the dances yet about who everyone's doing? If that's true that Dan's doing a rumba, that's, I mean, rumba is rumba, you know, that's difficult. Mm. Um, so it, it might be a, you know, very, it's very different to doing a Charleston. Touch and, um, go then. Touch and go for Dan, if that's the case. Well, you know, possibly, but also Dan's on fire at the moment and people yeah. clearly love him. So yeah. not necessarily. And, and I also thought that about the cha-cha. I thought that the cha-cha was going to be like all over the place. I remember tweeting like, oh my God, Dan's got cha-cha. And I remember him being like, I'm taking cha-cha on. Everyone says it's a horrible one to do, but I'm taking it on. And he came out and, it, and, and, and did a decent job with it. So, you know, he's learning well and he's improving. So he might surprise us all. Do we know any of the others, what they're doing? No, I don't. Sorry, no. Does anyone know any Christmas special stuff? I know that, I, I heard that um, Fuzzy's dancing with Fred from First Dates. Yeah, I can't wait for that. 
Do we and know any others? Jay Blade from the repair shop. I think he was um, announced um, on It Takes Two earlier. Right. With Uber, it says, yeah. Uber. yeah. Okay. Someone's put Tilly's doing Samba next week. That should be good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know as well on It Takes Two, there's going to be a pro challenge this year? Oh, yeah. I I don't know. Really oh, a few, pe a few people are nodding. Okay. People are saying yes. This is why we have you lot because you, you, you know all the stuff that, that <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Does okay. anybody know what it, what the pro challenge, have they said what the pro challenge is? No, but Vicky's saying Diane's been to film it. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is going to be like another world record attempt this yeah, year. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know any more Christmas specials apart from them two. No, only two being announced, I think. Okay. All right. Well, that'll be exciting as well. Yeah. All right, then. Okay. Thanks, Karen. Well. Right. Okay. I look forward to Kevin Clifton slams judges. <laughs> which obviously is not what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks everybody. And uh, bloody hell, week 10 next. I know. Week 10. It's gone so fast. Week 13 is the final, right? Yeah. So whoever gets through this is in the quarterfinal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Down to, down. yeah. We're down to the last six now, right? Yeah. Six and then, yeah, because yep. it's going to be a three couple final. Yep. Big stuff, yep. big stuff. Business end of, of Strictly. <laughs> I'm, I'm wavering on what the top three is going to be. I've, I've, a I've little bit very, now, I am. I've been very sort of staunch, like it's going to, it's definitely going to be AJ, John, and Rose. Now I'm thinking, I, I still think Rose. People saying Dan will be there. Is Dan gonna be there? That's the question. Hashtag Dan for the final. <laughs> I think. I think Tilly is making a case for is making a, a late charge for it. Tom was the one that I thought was going had the most potential to disrupt it, and he's been eliminated. I mean, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We just see, but that's what makes it a good series because you just don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's not, it's not predictable this year at all. A few, a few people just before we go, a few people put in about AJ getting a forty. It is mad to think that AJ hasn't had a forty. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, for the final, whoever gets there, it's the same thing. It's it's how they dance on the night. It's that yeah. you don't know who's gonna pull out what out of the bag on the night. Because just taking like our year, yeah, um, everybody was like, "Danny Mac's going to win. Danny Mac's going to win. Danny Mac's going to win." And then all right, and then the night completely. Well, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He did still. He did. But you just don't. You just don't know what's going to happen on the night because I think Danny messed up a little bit as well, didn't he, on the quick step or something happened on the quick step? I remember yeah, which might have helped know. us. I don't know. You just don't know what's going to happen. Hmm. Anyway, all right, I've got to go because I got to pack. Ore did a Dan Walker. Is Dan Walker going to do an Ore? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, right, I gotta go because I gotta pack till okay, the night. Go and pack, and I'm off to Darlington in the morning. Okay. Right, All right, thank guys. you, everyone. Thank you. Again, if you want to join the Patreon, it is www.patreon.com forward slash the Kevin Clifton show and come and chat about the last few weeks of Strictly and who you guys think will be in the final or winning or the winners. Come and tell us your opinions. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.